Hello and welcome to In Safe Hands, a new instructional podcast brought to you by the Victorian Building Authority. I'm your host, Andy Belairs. So far in the series, we've covered off what we do here at the VBA, as well as the legislative framework for essential safety measures and how to choose which version of the legislation to use. If this is the first time you're joining us, it would be worth your while to pause this episode now and go back to listen to episode one. But if you're all caught up, it's time for episode two. What is an ESM? So ESMs exist to provide adequate levels of safety for building occupants in the event of a fire. They are the fire and safety items, the forms of construction or the systems installed in a building. ESMs include all traditional building fire services such as fire sprinklers and mechanical services and also include passive fire safety systems such as fire doors, fire rated structures and other building infrastructure items such as paths of travel to exits. ESMs can be split into two categories. Active and passive systems. The active systems are those common building systems you will see listed in building documentation and observed throughout the building, such as fire hydrants and hose reels, sprinklers, fire extinguishers and the like. Passive ESMs are those elements we don't readily notice but provide critical protection in the event of a fire. Passive elements that may be considered an ESM are external walls that are required to be fire rated. External walls commonly incorporate structural elements and may be in close proximity to fire source features such as an allotment boundary. Other passive elements requiring fire rating might include internal common walls such as between common corridors and apartments or to floors or ceilings required to protect the floor or roof structure in a fire. Any penetrations through these elements such as electrical or plumbing services require appropriate fire protection. Similarly, detailing at the juncture of fire-rated elements, such as at the intersection between the wall and the ceiling, joins in the external concrete panels or similar, are important to prevent the free passage of fire or smoke through a building. The National Construction Code requirements generally aim to limit the spread of fire to aid in safe and efficient evacuation of occupants and to prevent impacting adjoining allotments and buildings. As part of the annual reporting obligations, the regulations require owners to ensure that there have been no penetrations to fire-resistant construction, smoke walls and the like in the building, and that there have been no changes to materials or assemblies that must comply with fire hazard properties, other than those for which a building permit has been issued. And this means that ongoing inspection and maintenance of passive ESMs must be completed. For example, Damage or deterioration of the external wall cladding that exposes the structural framing and fire protection elements beneath is an ESM defect that needs to be rectified to ensure the external wall construction can perform to its required standard. Now the VBA regularly observes and receives information from the industry that regular maintenance is not occurring to the required standards. Some common observations have included that the regular inspection and maintenance of active systems, such as those described earlier, is occurring, but there's an apparent lack of detailed inspection of passive elements. For example, in one apartment building, our inspectors observed a service shaft that was required to be fire isolated and had unprotected penetrations through the floor slab created as part of building repairs and resulting in an unprotected passage for fire to spread from the car park below. 
Another observation was a generalist approach to engaging service providers, such as fire services contractors, plumbers and electricians, without a holistic approach to regular maintenance of all the active and passive ESMs in the building. In circumstances like this, the owners may be in breach of the requirements to accurately complete the annual ESM report and responsibilities to maintain all ESMs in accordance with the building records. Properly functioning and maintained ESMs are also important to ensure compliance with workplace health and safety requirements for areas of the building such as building management offices and accommodation. To satisfy these requirements and owner obligations, a solid maintenance program that addresses compliance with the occupancy permit, maintenance determination, maintenance schedules and relevant legislation is all you need. For more information on ESMs and the role of VBA plays in keeping the building and plumbing industries compliant and safe so that all Victorians are protected, head to vba.vic.gov.au. There are also links to all the relevant legislation and building codes in the episode description. Join us next time for our final episode in this short series when we will cover how to go about implementing successful ESM management and the enforcement of the standards.